Well, we got some uh, rock and roll royalty on the line with us right here, Denny Lane. Denny, good morning. How are you? Well, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you for making some time for us. Uh, how's, no, your, how's your uh, holiday season going? What is it like in your world for uh, Christmas and all that? <laughs> well, I'm not in the snow. <laughs> I'm in Florida. It's a bit weird, you know, because usually I'm in New York. But, um, yeah, I do miss that, the, the Four Seasons thing. But, but it's nice to be here when it's really bad, you know. <laughs> it's funny. We had a guy you probably know, Brian Johnson from ACDC, on not that long ago. And I asked him the same thing. He's in Sarasota. I said, you miss uh, a white Christmas? He went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> truth is the truth, mate. <laughs> definitely understand that. Um, yeah. You're doing a tour called uh, Songs and Stories Solo, and it's coming in just a couple of weeks here in February to a City Winery in New York. So this should be pretty great to see some of these songs up close and personal like this. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, I enjoy doing this. I was doing this quite a lot before the, the pandemic happened. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's one way of doing songs and, and, you know, I sort of cover the early Moody's that I was in, obviously. Sure. And uh, and the the wing stuff. Uh, and my string band stuff, which was kind of the, the big uh, folk thing that I went through. Um, and then I do, you know, a few of the wings things that I was actually either a writer on or a, a singer on. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I like, then I end up doing, I don't know, quite a few of my own original records you know songs um just because i want to get that across to people and people know that much and screw especially on like you know one guitar and one one voice it, you can do them how, how you want to do them and um it's just the way the song sort of originated anyway in most cases yeah um so it's, it's kind of you know you get the song across better that way i think yeah, it takes it back to its roots. I'm just looking here through the uh, press release for the show. Uh, is it possible it's the 50th anniversary of the Band on the Run album coming out in 2023? It can't be possible, but I guess yes, it, is. it is. Wow. It is. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt young since you said that. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so I'm sure we'll hear some of those uh, songs as well. Um, tell me if I can ask you about a couple of individual songs and moments in your career. Can we t- talk a little bit about Go Now, which is just to, one of the quintessential rock records of its era. Can you, can you talk about what that song still means to you? Well, obviously, um, it, we were on the Chuck Berry tour at the time. And um, we it went up the charts because we were playing live and to number one. And, of course, it got us into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame eventually, but uh, that's what happens. And you have to have a number one. So, yeah, we were very, very, you know, we were young. It was our first big success. And, um, like I said, you know, we just were, well, over the moon about it. And... and but we didn't write it. That's the thing. Yeah. So it was very difficult to follow it up in some ways. But because originally we were, the Moody Blues were a blues band, funny enough. We tried to be blues. I mean, in fact, I, I remember Sonny Boy Williamson, a quote, says, the English guys love to play the blues, but they're uh, bad, but they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and, and, but it's like we enjoyed all that. We played with... We, we, um, we toured with him and we were very much into that music. So Go Now was kind of a gospel even because we had a piano in the band. It was a gospel thing. We recorded it actually at, at a marquee club in London, which is a big blues venue for all the bands at the time. And, um, 
Yeah, so it was huge. I actually met the person who did the original uh, Bessie Banks, and she was great. You know, I loved I loved her version. I was a lot slower. Yeah, but um, but you know, I I enjoyed doing other people's songs if I loved the writers. You know, so that's the way it is. And what were you? You had to have been about twenty years old, right? You're opening for, yeah. for Chuck Berry. Now, I've I've read that Chuck was a, for lack of a better word, a son of a bitch to deal with. Is that true? Was he just crazy? No, not with me. Oh, that's good and to hear. Good to no, hear. No, no, no. He actually used my amplifier, so he had to be nice to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, he he was really cool. He stayed in his dressing room, and you know, he had his sister with him as a sort of chaperone thing, and he was very quiet and kept to himself. Uh, you know, playing in England, I think, you know, made him like that. Yeah. I think he trusted everybody, but I don't think he trusted the American promoters to pay him, you know. But he was he was very laid back and very sort of sophisticated. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, he was a huge influence. And, and in England, of course, he was like, God, you know, he was, like, huge. Sure. So, yeah, I, I actually met um, Jack Bruce and Ginger Baker on that tour. They opened for that tour. And, I, and so I knew them, you know, for the rest of my sort of days, uh, you know, in that in that field. But, uh, yeah, it was just a fantastic time period for us. Yeah, no doubt about it. Boy, that's interesting to hear because uh, you hear stories about people. Um, give, me a, give me a backstage moment with your time with Wings. Is there something that stands out backstage, uh, you know, with, with Paul and Linda and the rest of the gang? Well, I mean, not really. I mean, we were all very... Um, yeah, you know, it was it was a we were doing big venues yeah. not to start with. But I mean <laughs> to start with we were doing university, we'd just turn up at the door and say we've got and then, then we'd do it to a smaller crowd, like a like a campus crowd. But then when we started doing the big arenas, you know, we were we were kind of we got used to it so much that we it was just a very laid back situation. We weren't um, the pressure wasn't on if you know what I mean. Yeah. So the backstage stories, <laughs> nah, not really. I mean, we never used to sort of have any problems, you know. Uh, nobody was nervous. That, that's the worst thing about backstage. A lot of people get very hyper and very, high. oh, is it going to work? Is it going to happen? Uh, yeah. But we didn't have any of that. Because anyway, we, we were very good friends, of, you know, all of us at the time. So it was uh, it's pretty, pretty... Uh, I don't know. Uninteresting, I suppose, is the word. Oh. That's the best I can say. Well, I guess I asked the wrong question, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we, uh, yeah, nothing, really, nothing really went on. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I could, uh, if, if you don't mind my sharing, I saw Paul and we did the backstage thing there and we didn't get to meet him, but he puts out food for all his guests and that sort of stuff. And I'm not into the vegan food, Denny, but I'll tell you what, he had the best stock bar I have ever seen at a concert, so that was pretty good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you know, cater for the uh, the visitors. Let's face it. Yeah, he's like, listen, you don't have to eat the tofu, but I got all the bourbon you need. I'm like, thanks, Paul, appreciate that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think he he doesn't drink that much. I definitely don't drink these days. Yeah. But I mean, but he doesn't. Uh, he's never really a big drinker. He, none of us were. Well, there were periods in our party party central that yeah. happened and and all that stuff, and we never ever sort of did anything before we came on stage. We were straight, you know, completely. Sure. And that was another part of it. You had to be, you know, you couldn't party before the gig. You, you were always, 
you know, so it took a lot of energy to do that kind of show. And um, so you had to be really, really on your game, you know, and I'm remembering everything as well, as well I think, you know. Yeah. Well, this is why you still look so good, Denny, is because you didn't mess around like some of these guys. That's that's the secret, I guess, right? <laughs> well, I don't think that. When I look in the mirror, I don't think that. No, no. Thank you. I'll say thanks for that one. Well, that's fair enough. Well, listen, uh, it's Songs and Stories. It's just a couple of weeks away, so now it's time to get tickets. It's happening uh, Tuesday, February 7th in the city at City Winery, which is over on 11th Avenue. Uh, should be a great, great performance. Denny, thanks for making some time on our final show of the year. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, my man. Happy holidays to you and everybody out there. Thanks a lot. Thank you, buddy. Bye now.